1: Flushcare.com slash weight loss. Namaste Yogis. This is Andrew Seeley here to welcome you to the Yoga Revealed Podcast. Today, we have Jessica Ole and her partner in shine, Morgan DeYoung, otherwise known as the Southern Yogi. Listen close as we acknowledge and honor the next generation of yogis and dig deep with Jess and Morgan on important topics like social media bullying, overcoming fears, and finding the confidence to practice yoga daily.
2: Anything that makes you happy I feel like you should do that stop listening to what everyone else is saying and start listening to what you know I need and what you know is gonna help me just never
3: compare yourself because everyone is so different and while one person next to you may be able to fold themselves in half you can pop it into a handstand no problem and everyone's bodies are so different so just realizing that like moving at your own pace and the whole line everything comes in time.
1: Tune in as Morgan and Jess reveal a big secret on what they have planned for us in their next ebook. Get ready to captivate your mind as Morgan and Jess polish our shine on this exciting episode of the Yoga Revealed podcast. it brings me great honor to present to you guys the yoga revealed podcast and today i have the one and only jess and morgan aka the southern yogi <laughs> here on the podcast how are you guys doing today great how are you awesome i'm awesome. feeling absolutely wonderful
3: oh just pg so all the
1: way from kentucky huh
3: yes other side of the country wow down south the well, southern for some yogi folks, yeah
2: <laughs>
1: And the one and only Jess from Dubai.
2: A long way from home. (laughs) A long way.
1: Welcome to Santa Monica.
2: Thank you.
3: It's (laughs) awesome to be here. Yeah, it's my favorite. (laughs) Jess is freaking out.
2: (laughs) I love LA.
1: (laughs) Great. So it really is beautiful to have you guys here on the podcast today. Um, to be sharing your wisdom, your knowledge, and also your experience of yoga and how yoga was first revealed to you, um, to this awesome podcast community.
3: It's good to be here. Thanks for having us.
1: Totally. So how's your first visit to California been?
2: Well, I'm obsessed, so (laughs) (laughs) I love everything.
1: (laughs) What's been the highlight thus far?
2: Um, I think just being able to explore something that I've only ever seen, you know, or heard of and it's all like coming to life and you get to actually experience it and, you know, see like all the tourist things, the Hollywood Mm -hmm. sign and Beverly Hills and Santa Monica, which is my favorite.
1: Yeah. You enjoy Santa Monica?
2: Yeah. Muscle Beach is like everything I could have dreamt of more.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. And what about Um, you,
3: Morgan? I've loved the acro community here and just all the people, like, getting to meet people that I've only followed or looked up to or seen their flows on Instagram and be like, oh, my gosh, I want to try that. And getting to experience that on Sunday at the acro jam was just incredible. Like, it just gives you such an adrenaline rush and, like, I don't know. It kind of, like, fills up my soul when I get to do that stuff. Um, And then just experiencing all the food here is Oh my gosh. Yeah, you've I cannot too. <laughs> yeah. Oh we've eaten so much good food. Pancakes and French toast and acai bowls and just all, the, all the good things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: This is like a haven for all. It's awesome like foodie food. heaven. <laughs> totally. That's beautiful. Who are some of the people that you got to meet at the Acre Green? So
3: we got to meet, like, John and Julio and Lola. Mm-hmm. Lola um, was a good surprise. Yeah, we Lola, yeah. like, sneak attacked us from behind. <laughs> She's like, oh, my gosh, you're here. <laughs> that was so because fun. we've both been chatting with her, I mean, for probably over a year. Yeah. On Instagram, we always just comment back and forth mm-hmm. on photos. And I, we didn't even know she was going to be there. So it was a good little. Yeah. We had a big group hug. It was nice.
2: It was just nice how everyone, like, embraces each other, like, we were kind of worried before that, you know, we wouldn't fit in or that it was a bit too advanced or things yeah. like that. And then when we arrived, they were like, just jump in. And I did things that I never thought I'd ever be able to do. So
1: That's beautiful. That was mm-hmm. good. Awesome. So I wanted to hear more about where you guys came from, like your path, like what brought you to yoga, Morgan?
3: Um, so I was a competitive swimmer for 10 years. Um and I was so burnt out. I was supposed to like go to college for it and everything, and I was so done after high school, because I was swimming about 25 hours a week, that I was like, I'm just done. And of course, being an athlete, after I finished, I was like, oh my gosh, well now I have all this free time, like what do I do with my life? I need to find something. So I kind of went in and out for a few years of like, I went through a heavy lifting phase, and I went through a cardio phase, and just trying all these things, and I finally found yoga, and I was like, this is so cool. Like, there's no competition. Like, I'm not competing with anyone. It's just me and my mat. And the fact that there's something like new to work on every day. And it's just kind of a journey that there is no end to it. There's no top out. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not about seconds on the clock or who's next to you. Um, Just kind of, I don't know, it really spoke to me. And I, ins- I don't know, I just kind of, I don't, wouldn't say I immediately fell in love, like, the first few classes were really rough, because I was <laughs> like, this is so much harder than it looks, like, I can't even touch my toes, <laughs> but after, like, three weeks, I was just hooked, and it's just kind of been an ongoing
2: process ever since, so.
3: That's beautiful. Yeah.
1: And what about you, Jess?
2: Um. Well, Morgan and I kind of have a similar background, and I was also a competitive swimmer um, for uh, about nine, ten years and i was studying my sport and exercise degree in the uk and it was my final year i'd already retired from swimming the year before and i was really struggling being away from home i was surrounded by some pretty negative people and i was just struggling i didn't i didn't want to finish my degree i just wanted to give up and i I was struggling with my exercise routine. I found, I found that nothing was sticking. I went through spinning classes. I tried lifting. I tried running outside. I tried, you know, anything that I, that I could think of. And one of my really good friends suggested that I tried yoga. <laughs> and I kind of laughed at him. And I was like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yoga is not for me. And he said, Well, if you don't like it, you never have to do it again. And I was like, Well, okay, fine, I'll try it. And I went to a class at my local gym club. And it was okay. I just left feeling really frustrated because I knew I wasn't doing things right. I was like, You know, people that were next to me that were about 20 years older than me were way more flexible than I was. So (laughs) I was feeling a little bit low. and I went on to uh, Instagram, and I'd originally like avoided all social media. Wow! Um, I deleted my Facebook account. I deleted Twitter. Why you know, everything? Um, when I was in my final year of school, I was really badly bullied through social media. Mm. So, I just deleted everything and I wanted nothing to do with it. Um, but one of, the same friend that convinced me to try yoga was basically like, just try and, you know, find people that you can connect with, That you know, because you're not connecting with anyone in the real world and they're not giving you the support that you need. Try and find it online. So, I actually started following, like, a lot of the accounts I still follow today. Like who? Uh, one of them is Elfit... Um, I started following Morgan, like, pretty much, you know, a couple weeks into my yoga journey or a couple months into it. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, loads of them. I think I was following, like, Kayla, It seems, or however you say her last name. (laughs) I always struggle with that one. (laughs) Um, and a few others and I just felt really inspired to you know try new things and I had no idea that handstands were yoga or backbends were yoga I just always had this idea that you had to be a gymnast or you know a dancer to be flexible and it was like always like ever since I was about six years old I really wanted to do the splits and everyone just kept telling me you know you're too old you haven't had a background in it there's no way you can do it and I was like well you know what like I think that was the athlete inside of me they're like Mm -hmm. I'm gonna prove you wrong (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm gonna do it and I think like or
1: the yogi inside of you
2: yeah maybe (laughs) and I think like I realized that you know the the online community and all the um, connections that you can make that was really inspiring and that kind of made me you know want to try new things and I think like I just started practicing out of my university room which was tiny. (laughs) I was on my little rug in my pajamas and I was just doing all the downward dogs that I could do and I'd go onto YouTube and look at videos and just try out you know whatever I thought I could do and fumble around and fall and I just loved it so it just became like from 10 minutes a day to half an hour and I just started craving it.
1: Mm, That's awesome. Yeah. So when you first started yoga would you say that there was any one resource that you could go to to find like yoga poses or yoga flows Um, or was it just something that kind of evolved with your own discovery of self well
2: i think like i really struggled um in terms of like a routine Mm. um because i was studying my degree in sports science and having been an athlete for so long i always had very good knowledge of you know the muscles and the bones and the joints and all of that kind of thing so i think that helped me not getting injured because mm-hmm. i i had a very you know i always was taught to listen to my body so i think that helped me but i really struggled like i didn't know how to flow mm. um i didn't know like the reasons behind flowing i didn't really i all i knew was the postures really not anything kind of behind it and that's what made me want to get the teacher training so quickly because I just wanted to learn um and yeah I think that it's really funny like looking back how everything sort of fell into place and that's kind of why I wanted to bring out my ebook is so that you know people had access to how to start and how to flow and how to do everything yeah you know uh that I didn't feel like I had when I started yoga. So that's kind of what I wanted to do for other people is give them something that I didn't feel like I had at the beginning.
1: Nice. That's beautiful. And as for for you, Morgan, did you do a teacher training as well?
3: Um, I did, but I started out, I actually waited about two years. Mm-hmm. I just finished my teacher training back in February. Um, When I first started, I had already had an Instagram, but it was just like your typical, you know, here's the sunset and here's my dogs and this is what (laughs) I ate. Um, And then when I found yoga and realized like the online community was so strong, I switched it over to more of like a yoga fitness account and hopped in on Beach Yoga Girl, like Carrie and Kino's challenges that they do every month because it was just, you know, it was a good place to start and I didn't really Mm -hmm. know what I was doing. So I was doing challenges every month and then I downloaded the app Yoga Studio and they offered, like, 10-minute flows, 30-minute flows, 60-minute flows. So I eventually, like, built up. So I practiced at home for, like, 10 months before I set foot in a studio.
0: Wow. And
3: um, it was – I think lots of pros and cons came out of it. Like, I – it's such a cool thing to, like, find yourself on your mat without a teacher. But then I think it comes to a point where, like, you do need a teacher eventually. So after that 10 months, I was so ready like an instructor and someone to guide me um
1: where'd you do your training
3: i did my training at Yogaya, so it's a little studio in louisville um and my instructor's name is heidi and she's like a little mm. fairy lady she's, <laughs> she's like the best human ever um but it was an immersive 200 hours so i did it in about um 25 days Wow! so we were at the studio like monday through saturday from about nine to five that's awesome. Um,
1: how, how was that experience rather than oh my having it in like a long period of time?
3: It was incredible. Like it was, so, it was one of the hardest months of my life, but it was also one of the months where if I could go back and do any month like over again, it would be that one because I was with some of like now my closest friends, like one of the guys in my classes, he was my acro partner, Aww. um, Keone. So we got to do it together. Um, And it was just like, I mean, you're in such a bubble, and it was so hard going home every night, and it was like, okay, wait, this is like real life, and then going back to the studio the next day, and you're in that bubble again for like eight hours, Mm -hmm. so it was kind of hard to separate the two, and I was like almost in a funk for four to six weeks after the teacher training was over, because I was just like, well, what's next? Like, what do I do now? Um, But it it was amazing, I mean... I absolutely loved it, so.
1: Sounds like an amazing experience. Yeah, it was awesome. And how was your teacher training, Jess? Um,
2: um, so I finished my degree in June 2014, and so I was probably about six, five, six months into my actual yoga practice. So I was still very new, but I was so, like, hooked on it, I just wanted to learn more. And I came back to Dubai um I had about three months where my parents said, "Just chill. You've had a rough three years. Just relax, take time for yourself, and do whatever you want." And I was, I was bored. Um, <laughs> I was like, "So what do I do now?" I had no like assignments to do, no coursework. I was. It felt like um, really strange to have nothing planned. Mm-hmm. So I was just looking on the internet and I was just googling like yoga teacher training. And there was one that came up um, that was with Yoga Alliance and it was on the 7th of July. So it was the 1st of July when I was looking. So I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, is this next week? And it was either do it next week or wait until pretty much the next year to do it. Yeah. Um, so my parents said, are you sure you want to do it? And I said, yep. Yeah, I really want to do it. I don't want to wait. And I did it over a period of three months. So we did like a week of intensive sort of like nine, eight to five or whatever it was. Um, And then we'd have a break um, for a few weeks where we'd have assignments and things to write about and reflect and practice. So I became qualified in September and I feel like it was the best thing that I could have done because it it definitely changed my practice a lot. Um, I felt like I had the knowledge that I needed to safely take my practice to the next level um, and also sort of understand the movements. But I had no intention of teaching anyone. Mm -hmm. I did it more for myself.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, And when people sort of on Instagram, they realized that I'd had my teacher training and I started getting these emails like, "Can you teach me? Um, do you do lessons?" And I was like, "No, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't feel ready to teach. Yeah. Um, and I felt like I was still so new to the practice. I didn't feel like I had the experience needed to teach people. And I sat down with my my dad. Is sort of the kind of person that I go to when I need. Some Advice, yeah. yeah. And I said, like, I, I don't know if I should teach, I don't feel ready. And he was like, Well, how are you supposed to get experience if you don't, if you don't do it? Mm-hmm. So I started practicing on like family friends and, you know, like my sister or my mom or um, just close friends of the family. And I loved it. You know, I, did, I actually taught swimming to young children when I was still an athlete. So I've always really enjoyed teaching other people and helping them. So I found, I found like it felt quite natural to help other people. because I'd gone through all the things that they were going through, I could understand you know their struggles or their frustration, you know when they couldn't touch their toes or when they were struggling to get into certain postures. I mean I'd been there already. so it was kind of nice to help people go through the same transformation and growth that I had just in their own way.
1: That's beautiful. So initially when you both started teaching did you find that um with the experience that you had already gained through going through that those challenges of not being able to touch your toes or um you know having different emotional breakthroughs in your practice were you able to bring that into your class and like be able to teach that and and share that information with your students
2: i for me personally i think like everyone has a different path that they follow and not everyone's experience of yoga or the practice will be the same i just wanted to facilitate the growth that they needed to go through whether that was i mean a lot of people came to me saying i just want to do handstands and i just Mm -hmm. want to do backbends i just (laughs) want to be flexible or you know and i said okay fine i'll help you with that Mm -hmm. but you'll also get a ton of other things as well you know and i think that's the beauty of yoga like i didn't start it for the the meditation or things like that like i wanted to work hard you know and challenge my body but i found that there were so many different benefits that came with it that i just didn't ex- i didn't expect
1: totally i can completely yeah. relate with that because when i started teaching yoga everyone saw that i could do handstands and that kind of stuff and i had so many private clients like literally contact me specifically for handstand training Mm -hmm. and some of them couldn't touch their toes it's like you know the reason that I can handstand is because I can touch my toes and because exactly your hamstrings are connected to your lower back Mm -hmm. and if you want to be able to stand up straight upside down you got to be able to touch your toes (laughs) so it's so beautiful to watch the (laughs) progress of students and how um, we can open their minds with these beautiful postures and allow them to be able to have the transformation that they really need, that then can lead them to the handstand, but there's so many other milestones that happen along the way. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I actually, it's funny, I think I felt more ready to teach before my teacher training than now that I've done it. Mm. Um, I found that going through teacher training afterwards it was very intimidating, because now you're supposed to know everything. And people look at you like, oh, well, now you're certified, so teach me all the things. And I almost felt more comfortable beforehand just giving people advice based on what I knew or had like known that had worked for my body rather than, oh, well, now you've gone through teacher training. Now you know what the book says and how you're supposed to do it, so teach me. So I've actually had a difficult time coming in, out of teacher training and kind of finding my voice and mm-hmm. how I like to teach people because I almost would rather just teach from the heart of like this is what's worked for me in my body and it might not necessarily work for you but I want to give you the most like genuine and authentic experience of me instructing which is going to be coming from a place of what's worked for my body and how I pretty much taught myself. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of been interesting like kind of intertwining both of those worlds because there is an aspect of like safety embody awareness where certain things do need to be like done um I think a certain way just finding that balance between speaking from like the heart but also speaking from a place of safety and body awareness is just something that I've been like toying with for the last six weeks and I teach athletes at a CrossFit gym um every Sunday and then I I love private says same thing as Jess I did private lessons and taught kiddos and swimming so naturally I think just like I love teaching people, and I love the one-on-one aspect of it where you just get that very, um, you know, you have your attention on just one person, mm-hmm. which I, I absolutely love. But it's still kind of all coming together for me. I feel so new to it. Um, so I I still think I'm pretty shy as far as, like, my teaching and who I broadcast that to. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have on my Instagram that I'm a teacher or anything. Um <laughs> So, but it's coming along and I think it's all part of the journey, so.
1: I think um, we as teachers, we often underestimate the amount of knowledge that we have. And whether that's from self-practice or from actually doing Mm -hmm. an actual teacher training, it's that confidence that grows with teaching. Yeah. Because the only way to fully be confident is to do it enough mm-hmm. times to, to the point where you can do it with your eyes closed.
3: Yes, exactly. So
1: you just got to go out there and do it. I know. I'm well, doing it. <laughs> well, I've,
2: I've seen her teach like first time. <laughs> so I'm just going to put it out there and say that she's awesome. Oh my so. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah. you.
1: Well, that's support. That's what we need, you know? And I feel that with awesome places like Instagram, and Facebook, where we can connect to one another and continue to uplift and support Mm -hmm. one another. That's why we're here. Yeah,
2: exactly. And And I think, like, everyone has their own style of teaching. And, you know, one style of teaching is not necessarily better than the other because I think we can all bring something different to the table. And, you know, someone that I teach may not actually like the way I teach. They might prefer someone else's method of teaching. So I think it's really important to, like, be completely be who you are when you're teaching because that's what people want Mm -hmm.
1: definitely so i wanted to hear from both of you um how did you get into uh like creating an ebook or like being able to provide that information because i feel like for so many people um it's more accessible to go online than it is Mm -hmm. to go into a classroom
2: well I brought out my Let's Start Yoga ebook, my first ebook last March, and it was something that I really wanted to do for a while, but I didn't know if it was something that people would want. Um, There's one thing, obviously, like you said, going into a class and having someone physically touch you and adjust you and... Point things out, but there's another, there's you know, there's a whole nother world of self practice, which I really believe is probably the most important practice is getting to know you and your body on your mat without you know anyone there. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, that was the most valuable time in my practices when I'm alone on my mat because you start to learn, hey, when I'm in a handstand, if I lean this way, am I gonna? F- I'm going to fall so I need to push back. Home practice and self practice I fa- I found it personally has been the most eye-opening and sort of transforming sort of part of my practice. And I wanted to be able to give people the tools that they need to just roll out their mat in the comfort of their home. Mm. And at the same time, it's you know the ebook can be used in you know, conjunction with a yoga class and having a teacher. I think there's there's no harm in drawing your practice from loads of different sources because there's so much information out there. I think if you just stick to one way of doing something, you limit the amount of growth that you can go through. So for me, the ebook was something that I could, I could give a piece of me and the way that I like to teach people to as many people, you know, in the world that I could. And I wanted to just hopefully show people that they didn't need a background in flexibility gymnastics or anything like that to achieve the things that you know we can do with our bodies but also i just wanted people to have like a thing that they could go to and open and give their body what it needs on that day i think sometimes i felt in a yoga class that I've left feeling frustrated or that, you know, I wanted to hold a posture for longer. Yeah. Um, and I feel like in, when you're practicing just at home, you can give your body exactly what it needs. And I've, I always like drill this into people, you know, that email me or that I teach that you need to listen to your body. Like mm-hmm. if you listen to your body, you'll minimize injury. You'll progress quicker. You'll just have a much better experience of yoga if you're, in tune with your body Mm
1: -hmm. that's awesome that's a really good one that just listen to your body because i think that's the whole reason that we come to our mat is because we are listening to our Mm -hmm. body yeah and then when we're on our mat we can take that sense of attunement to what we really need as well Mm -hmm.
2: so and when i don't know i guess like listening to your body is something that i think it's quite hard because there's always this outside interference of people telling you what you should be doing how you should be doing things and i think you know when when you're on your mat by yourself you can sort of muffle out that noise and just be inside your own body and inside your own mind and i think that's the most valuable thing that i've ever had to sort of go through is you know stop listening to what everyone else is saying and start listening to what you know i need and what you know, is going to help me. Mm,
1: that's a good one. Mm-hmm. And my question for you, Morgan, is when are you guys going to do an ebook together?
3: Oh, well, well, <laughs> surprise. <laughs> Woo! Um, we're releasing one on May 15th.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Beautiful. So,
3: um, we're doing an acro yoga ebook together. Oh,
0: yeah. Shoots!
1: I'm stoked. Who's basing?
3: Both um both of us, we really we want it to um be targeted more at like girls mm-hmm. because there are so many acro yoga couples where there you see this huge strong guy and then this little tiny flyer and which is great. I mean that's what me and Keoni are like, but mm-hmm. I think it's just really empowering to be able to get like two girls together or be like, Oh hey, Come on over and let's like do some acro yoga. And I think girls find it so intimidating to do it together, and they always feel like they need to have a guy or something. So um, we wanted to put it together in hopes that you know girlfriends would start doing this at the park or yeah. just like wherever. And what's yeah.
1: your experience with acro yoga? Like, what brought you to bring acro yoga as an ebook together rather um, than just another yoga ebook?
3: Well, um, I so I started acro yoga about two years ago and I actually was always the base. I was always basing all my girlfriends. Um, and then one of my, my partner like ended up leaving and we, I didn't practice for probably a year. And then I met Keone back in December and we've been practicing together for like four months now and I got to fly and it's just so cool to see like both sides of it to have been the base and the flyer. And, um, I don't know, we just, and then Jess and I, like, when we met in October, we started practicing, so we practice any time, like, we're together now, which, obviously, like, it's isn't ch- too, well, well, yeah, we're, <laughs> frequent <now>. yeah <laughs> we're frequent now, but it wasn't too often when she was in Dubai, and I was here, we were like, why not, like, I mean, we just find yeah. that it's so, like, individual to, uh, like, each couple, like, you make your acro practice your own. There's so many different styles, and I feel like we're probably bringing out some stuff that people haven't done before or that we've just figured out on our own that may not officially be, like, an acro yoga pose, yeah. but it's just, like, fun to be a human jungle yeah. gym. <laughs>
2: and I think, like, one of, one of the reasons we wanted to do it is, like, I don't know... I'm sure, like, every girl has experienced, like, the... I don't know, the high school drama of girls being nasty to each other and, you know, not not supporting one each other, you know, each other. So we wanted to bring out something that would empower women to sort of build each other up and stick together and, you know, inspire them to, you know, come together rather than everything having to be a competition. So that's why it's called Soul Sisters acro yoga because we want people to come together we want to build a community of women that rather than thinking you know she's much better than me she's prettier than me she's stronger than me we want people to lift each other up rather than you know pick themselves apart or pick other people apart we just kind of want to get rid of that
1: that's so beautiful like seriously i'm touched by that because i i love acro yoga and you know, I teach Acra Yoga, and I've been lucky to, you know, teach with Rachel Brathen and, like, go and, like, really interact with these people. Mm-hmm. And I really feel that acroyoga Yoga brings people together. It does. And it allows them to see each other for who they are, mm-hmm. which is just human beings. Mm-hmm. Because when we can truly connect with each other and support one another, mm-hmm. then we can really build real relationships. And I just commend you both for, you know going in it together and creating soul sisters acro yoga like that's freaking awesome seriously we're excited yeah cool it's just cool
2: to be able to do things like that with your best friends yeah
1: yeah yeah so so for those who are out there who may be new to Instagram or may not even have an Instagram, maybe they're mm. just listening to the podcast because they just jumped into the Yoga Revealed podcast and they're stoked on it. <laughs> um, so for those who don't have an Instagram, what would you say as far as encouragement um, to help them maybe step outside of that comfort zone and post some pictures and maybe even post their progress?
2: Hmm. Oh my
3: gosh. I just think the best thing for me was to... Just never compare yourself because everyone is so different. And while one person next to you may be able to fold themselves in half, you can pop into a handstand no problem. And everyone's bodies are so different. So just realizing that like, moving at your own pace and the whole line, everything comes in time is just so like I mean that's stuck with me for the last two years is everything comes in time. Like if you would have asked me a year ago if I would be pressing up into handstands, I would have been like, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. Like there's no way I'm ever going to do that. Or you know, floating up into whatever. It's just that wasn't even on my like brain wave two years ago. And the fact that I'm doing it today with like no gymnastics background or it just proves that if you like work hard enough and stick with something and don't compare yourself to others and just honor your body and where it's at, which is a day-to-day thing because it changes like some days I can't press because I'm just like my body's like no, it's not happening today and that's fine and just being okay with that, um, I think yoga's for anyone I mean yeah
2: for sure. And I think when you asked about like having the confidence to post online, that's something that I struggled with a lot in the beginning because I was so wrapped up in what people would think, Um, how my friends would react and you know a lot of people come and go when good Mm -hmm. things happen and when you start doing things that maybe aren't that conventional um, people start to judge and some people leave but then better people come into your life so the one thing that I learn is actually to not pay attention to what other people think because if you start doing things like that you start living for other people rather than living for yourself and what actually makes you happy so, if you want to post a picture of you doing a handstand or a backbend, like just do it. Because or even of
1: you touching your toes yeah, for the first time, yeah, just mm-hmm. do it.
2: Anything that makes you happy, I feel like you should do that because you you won't regret it.
1: Hmm, that's such words of wisdom. Totally. So, now that we've talked about you know where you guys had come from, how yoga was revealed to you, I'd like to talk more about. The future, where you foresee your yoga taking you, um, and you know, I mean, mm-hmm. all the way from Dubai, mm-hmm. and goodness, like you know, the, there's so many places that we can go with mm-hmm. yoga. Um, what that's do you like, foresee as your future?
2: It's the hardest question. <laughs> exactly.
1: That's yeah. why I bring it up. Come on now.
2: Um, I don't know. I mean, I've always known what I didn't really want to do. Um, <laughs> Which Ever was? since I was a little kid, <laughs> so but I've always been confused of you know exactly where I want to go, but I know that I definitely won't do anything again that doesn't make me happy. Mm. So if it's not making me want to get out of bed in the morning, if it's not feeding my soul, if I'm not surrounded by people that are inspiring me and pushing me that little bit higher every day, then I'm out. you know I'll I'll find something else. So as long as yoga keeps giving me, that like inspiration and that that warmth in my heart then i'll continue to do it and i hope to you know con- try to inspire people to do whatever makes them happy rather than you know maybe it's not yoga yoga is not for everyone so i think that whatever you do in life if, if it makes you happy then that's all that matters well
3: everyone always asks like what's the big picture? What's five or 10 years down the road? Especially now, I think it's more of a popular question since like my Instagram has grown. Like um, sometimes I feel like there's this pressure to have all these huge ideas and goals because, oh, you have 188,000 followers on Instagram. Like what are you going to do with that? (laughs) And so like for me, I've been married for four years. I have a 17 year old sister who lives with me. So sometimes traveling and doing all this stuff is really hard because being away from home and like my husband and my sister and my dogs, it is hard. So I would love to be able to do something based out of Louisville or create more of an acro yoga community or my husband and I have been looking at areas to build like a ninja style gym because we don't have anything like that in Louisville and just create more of a community there. Um, or eventually get to a place where he is able to travel with me and we can be like partners together. Because um, mm. I do hate, I, I love traveling, but it is hard. Like when we were in Bali, I was away from him for three weeks. And I'm like, I couldn't consistently live a lifestyle where I was gone from him for that long. Um, so as far as the future goes, anything where we can get him out of his corporate job and be partners together or create something in Louisville where we're bringing other yogis in or having events at our gym or, um, I don't know. I just, I really love Louisville and I want to kind of build it up a little more and bring more yoga and acro yoga into it because the scene is definitely not as big there as it is out here. And I just got so inspired on Sunday, like seeing the potential of what we could have. Um, so I think that's where we're headed right now.
1: I think that Morgan is gonna start the green in Louisville.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's wow. the goal, guys. Just come come walk, to Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> Just wait for it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's awesome. It's beautiful that you've, you know, taken initiative to start that community, and now you're really looking forward to growing it in yeah. your own home it's very exciting and like, traveling like you can bring all these little aspects yes. from here from there and bring it right back home and yes. i think that's a great idea because the most beautiful communities are the ones that are in our backyard yes exactly <laughs> yeah that's a lot of reasons why i moved to santa monica that's awesome yeah, yeah. well i really enjoy um I think this is the hardest question, actually.
3: Oh, my oh dear. <laughs> if it's hotter than the oh last no. one, I'm going to be like, what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so the question, Jess, Okay, question of the hour. How do you define yoga?
2: Oh, no. Oh, my
1: gosh. <laughs> um,
2: oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I think yoga means something different to everyone. Um, and I think that we all get out of it what we need and what we're supposed to get out of it. I don't think that yoga can really be defined because it is so individual and it can be whatever you need it to be. So that sounds like such a wishy-washy answer but I really don't feel like I can define it. But what it does mean to me um, is it's time that I can have for myself. It's where I get to know myself better, how I work. I think it's a time that I can reflect on what I'm doing, um, how I react to things, how I engage with other people. Um, but also it's a chance where I can push my body and my mind to, the, to its limits um, and get strong and flexible at the same time. So, yeah.
1: That's mm-hmm. awesome. That was a great answer. Thanks. <laughs> now, Morgan, how are you going to top that? huh? Um,
2: actually, I think yoga,
3: I go through phases of what it means to me. I think when I first started, yoga was um, a way to recoup from being a competitive swimmer. And then it was stress relief. And then it was almost a competition. Like, why am I not getting into a handstand? And lately, like the last few months, I've just been reflecting on, I think yoga right now is home because I have been gone so much and getting onto my mat, I just get that sense of my mat is home, my mat is my home away from home. Mm -hmm. Um, So every time I step onto it when I'm traveling, it's just that whole sense of relief and like yoga is home to me and familiarity. And I don't know, I don't really know how else to describe it, but that's what it feels like right now. Mm -hmm. And I think that it will probably change again in a few months. just because I think that's part of the journey—it's always changing, and you're learning new things, and it will mean new things. But right now, yoga is home. So that's,
1: that's beautiful. So I like to leave our Yoga Revealed listeners with three nuggets of gold. They're basically like these <laughs> these ideas, like you know, like planting a seed within their mind that mm. will help them to grow towards what they truly wish to attain to so um just like three little nuggets of wisdom three things that have helped you along your path
2: we'll do Um. one each one each and then two each three (laughs) so you do one i do one i can't think of three in one go (laughs) okay um. oh my gosh
3: (laughs) um I think that you need to learn to love yourself before you can learn to love others adequately.
2: Oh my gosh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) In the hot seat.
2: Um, I think that when you start to do what feeds your soul and makes you happy, amazing things can happen. I believe that.
3: Yeah, and piggybacking right off of that. I mean, I think that um, you should always be having fun. And if you're not having fun, then it's not worth doing. So Mm. you don't, it doesn't, you know, if you're not having fun lifting in a gym for two hours every day, don't do it. Find something else that makes you happy.
2: I feel like that's the same with anything that you do in life. If it's not, it's not doing that for you, then then to find something else. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, What's another thing? i think that you have to start listening to yourself rather than the noise of others so if you're whether you're in a job that you hate or whether you you know think you want to start yoga but your friends don't approve i think that you should start listening to yourself um rather than others
3: um Also, I think you should always be a little kinder than you need to or have to be because it's easy in today's world to get super critical um, of other people, but you don't know what they've been put through that day. So I think even it's super angry or it's easy to get angry at people, but just always answer or respond with kindness. And
2: I think that that can go the same for like ourselves. I think we're quite critical of ourselves we're quite harsh and judgmental at times and we can i mean i know for myself that i don't need anyone to be hard on me at times because i can be the hardest on myself so you know give yourself a little bit of room be gentle with yourself and know that like you are doing the best you can and that is enough yeah give yourself Mm -hmm. some grace yeah
1: well morgan And, Jess, it's been an absolute joy to have you here on the Yoga Revealed podcast.
2: Thank Thank you. you.
1: (laughs) And I know that our listeners are better for your time, for your knowledge, and for you sharing your hearts with our audience today. So thank you. Thank you for having us. Thanks for
3: having us. Thank you, friends, for listening.
1: And namaste, yogis. Namaste,
3: friends. Namaste.
1: Thank you for tuning into the Yoga Revealed podcast. You can learn more about Jessica at jessicaolee.com. Make sure to check out her ebook, Let's Start Yoga, if you're looking to learn the basics and have inspirational support along the way. Also, make sure to keep up to date with Morgan at thesouthernyogi.com and make sure to get those yogi abs that you always wanted by this summer by checking out her ab asana ebook these two inspirational powerhouses can be found on instagram for daily inspiration check out Jessica Oli, or at the underscore southern underscore yogi and special treat yoga revealers be on the lookout for the yoga revealed book club launching this month with special recommendations and reviews from real yogis just like you We have a passion for expanding our knowledge and growing a conscious community with your participation. So, make sure to sign up on our newsletter at yogarevealed.com for exclusive behind-the-scenes footage and updates on what we got planned next. Namaste. Until next time, yogis, live light, shine bright.